Hey guys, Connor here. Uh, I won't be in this episode, it'll just be Rebecca, but big thanks to her for doing an episode for us. Um, Carl and I have both got just, you know, all sorts of stuff we have to take care of in our lives. Like, everything on my end has been delayed, like everything of mine, so... But hopefully, we'll be back to it soon. Um, yeah, and Rebecca's going to be covering Firepower which is a new, uh, as well, she'll explain, but it is of the uh, martial arts comic genre, which, as I think everyone could agree, there is not actually that much of, so, and I'm sure, I've read it as well, I read the first issue, not the trade, and while it wasn't really my thing, I feel like a lot of Iron Fist listeners or fans would be into it. So, I'll leave it to Rebecca from here. And uh, thanks, everyone, for listening. And thanks for your patience. Okay, bye. Tell me, though, what's his technique? That last strike, it seems invincible. Hi, and welcome to the Immortal Iron Fist Sons of the Dragon podcast. Um, this week, you've just got me, Rebecca. Uh, the others are otherwise occupied, busy, have big life events going on right now. So um, we're not gonna, I'm not going to cover an Iron Fist thing. Definitely, we know we're on the road to 75 and we're going to get there. Um, but I thought, instead of doing anything more ambitious... Um, I would look at a comic that is somewhat similar to Iron Fist. Um, and before I do, I just want to give a thank you to all our patrons, Ray, Kevin and Carl. Thank you very much for making this possible. Um, I hope having a non-Iron Fist uh, pod, uh, issue doesn't upset you too much. So what we're going to look at today is Firepower. It's a new comic. By Robert Kirkman, uh, Chris Samney, and the colorist Matt Wilson, and I think Russ Wooten is letterer. Yeah, Russ Wooten letterer. So this would all have been done and dusted, but because of the pandemic, um, it's all it's the first issue comes out this week, uh, this coming week. So first week of August, in case this doesn't get up straight away. So what they did was, with the release, was they planned on bringing a free comic book day issue. It would be like the issue zero. Um, and would set it up and then the, the series would start in August. But at the same time, they also brought out a trade, which is the prologue. Um, prelude. It's very cheap. I think it cost me like £6. So, you know, the traditional kind of... It's um, skybound with image and uh, yeah. So you go, you got a full trade. But the way my comic shop did it was anyone who because what would happen was the I think the prelude came out one day and the next day it was free comic book day or the other way around or they came out the same. They were supposed to come out the same day in May, um, but obviously 
they didn't. So they only came out like a month ago. And anyone who ordered the trade, my comic shop sent the free comic book day uh, issue to as well. So we'll start with the prelude. Um, and I have to say, I was totally not into it. I'm not a like big Robert Kirkman fan, even though I've read tons of Walking Dead. And I'm halfway through Invincible. And they're both really enjoyable. But, you know, I, you know like sometimes something doesn't speak to you entirely but um Chris Samney's art and Matt Wilson's coloring are just gorgeous so I knew whatever you know it was cheap it's going to be beautiful whatever I think about it didn't really know much about it except it was called firepower um and seemed to have martial artists on the front page uh after reading it reading it I was very much oh it's a bit iron fist isn't it so um what I would say is I went in very skeptical about it being um ripping off Iron Fist but actually it's kind of number one there's a million martial arts stories that probably have similarities to Iron Fist and number two it's it's charming and it's funny and it's nicely told and I'm intrigued so um, I'm probably going to keep with it I don't know if I'll keep with it on a monthly basis or just by the trades because I think that's the problem with with the way they went about it is that like now now I've got a trade I'd almost rather have a full run of trades of it. But it is, I, I can't describe how beautiful it is. So I'm just going to flick through it and go through some of the key story points because in case you don't want to buy the prelude, but you do want to start with issue one. Um, the free comic book day issue actually starts with a summary of issue one into two paragraphs. So um, <laughs> the prelude's in important, but I guess they're going to tell a lot of it in the story. So it starts off on a mountain range snowy mountain range with a man um and his huge backpack and he's going through the snow and he makes himself a fire and he looks at this picture which is uh two parents and a baby and you know you can assume from that they're probably his parents but you don't know he's um we find out later he's american asian but the baby you know they're all they're all clearly well the mother and the baby in the picture are clearly Asian. You don't initially see the dad. So you see him struggling through the mountains until he collapses in the snow. Then he sees a butterfly and he follows the butterfly and he eventually uh, collapses on a set of stairs. So seem familiar? A little bit. No, no dead, <laughs> no, no wolves. And then you get a picture of a little old guy um, with headphones and a baseball cap and Nike trainers and a stick um, asking, why have you set foot on the sacred temple? Blah, blah, blah. I've come here to train. And the guy brings him up and says, well, show me what you've got. And each uh, attack he uses, he goes, oh, you learned this from Master wherever. Uh, Master Chan, Master Ping. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I did. And um, then they come to the last move and he's like, how did you do that? And he said, I learned it from you while you were fighting me. Um, so he gets invited to join the temple and train and we find that his name is Owen Johnson and the guy, the little old guy, they empty his backpack and they take all his worldly goods and the little old guy is super happy to find a iPad, an iPod I should say uh, and Owen's like going oh you know you click the wheel and everything like this now I know how an iPod works it better be charged um, then there he goes to eat and they give him a bowl of uncooked rice and he's like crunching it and whatever. And then this uh, female student of the school um, comes and shows him how to cook the rice with his hands. 
Um, and I think they kind of explain that they're there to learn this technique that uses this technique that uses um, the energy around them to create heat. So that's why the Order of the Flaming Fist. So, um, yeah, so then he gets his first little guy who resents him being there, um, pushes him around a bit um, until the little old guy, and I apologise, I'm not going to go through all their names, um, takes him on a little tour, um, and eventually he gets to this big double door, uh, well, first of all, you see a statue of the founder of the school, um, Master Shaw, who is said to have stood, be standing guard for so long he turned into stone, um, and it's foretold he'll emerge when needed. You know, I, I think we know what might happen at some point in the story. Um, and carry on with the tour, and eventually he gets this big double door, which he says is uh, the guard standing there is called the Dragon Keeper. And Owen's like, oh, you expect me to believe there's a dragon? And he's like, no, I just said that guy's called the Dragon Keeper. Um, and explains nothing else. And then here's the food storage, blah, blah, blah. Here's where you sleep. Owen's lying in bed, and he can see um, the old guy is out there still practicing his martial arts next to this pillar that apparently Master Shaw put a fireball into. Um, and he's the only one who's been able to master this technique of um, actually creating fire with his hands. So that's what he's training to do. And um, then Owen makes friends with the girl, Ling Zan. Um, she trains him a bit and she's like, you know, hit me as hard as you can. And he actually hits her and she's like, yeah, whatever. Um, and they have a spa. And he seems to create, to push her back with a sort of... Uh, ball of heat not f quite flame then catches her there's a little bit of a little romantic moment um and uh, then the old guy comes and like whacks him in the groin and says that's not allowed her and they carry on but you know unlike um you know unlike Kunlun women are allowed to train you can see a story a difference between a story being written in the 70s and also being written now um and then you see some more training montages Owen's still looking at his mom there's a little bit of flirting with Ling Zan um he sees guys playing base uh, basketball but they don't imply they don't um they don't invite him he is in the hot pool with Ling Zang and but not looking at her nakedness. Then you get the old guy training him again, and he's training him to charge a phone with the energy around him, which he manages to do, and he gets a phone call, and everything seems to be going well. You know, Owen's, like, passing all these classes. Um, and, yeah, so then he gets to the final ceremony, and unlike uh, our faves in Kunlun, it's not particularly horrific. He has to use flames from his hands to shave his head. So from now on, we've got, uh, he's, he's a good enough student to be bald along with the others. And we hear a bit more about the, I've, the, you know, the old guy's not been able to master this technique. Blah, blah, blah. Training montage, training montage. Very beautiful. Lots of sparring, including with his enemy guy, whose name I should really learn. And I knew a few minutes ago, but now I don't. Um, and probably would pronounce badly. So I'm also being a bit cheeky there. But they, um, in this fight, where the, well, I won't call him the bad guy, his, um, you know, his, his rival, let's say rival rather than enemy, uh, kicks him in the back, and this photo that he's obviously been carrying around comes out of his pocket, and they see the photo. And there seems to be a significance to this photo that Owen hasn't got. 
And there's a little bit of whispering about, did you see it? Did you see the tattoo? Blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, people a little bit more wary of Owen. And But Ling Zhang meets him up by a tree and they have their first kiss. And the old guy turns up and says, no, this is forbidden. Um, but he says, give me the photo. And uh, he says, who are the people? And Owen says, I was told they're my parents. And he's like, what do you mean you were told? And he's like, well, I was adopted and the people who raised me were really nice and I loved them a lot, but like, I wanted to know more. So they go off to talk a bit more about why it's important to, like, why, the, why this quest is. But everyone else has started um, avoiding Owen, including Ling Zan. Um, and he eventually goes to the old guy and says, tell me everything about the picture. Uh, so what it turns out is that um, his dad used to train under the old guy. And um, his mother was a member of a, another sect called the Scorched Clan. And they can tell this by a tattoo she has. And um, his dad ran, uh, sort of turned against the Flaming Fist people to go with his mother. Um, and that that is actually their arch rivals. So um, it means they can treat him a bit shittily. They sort of refer to him as Scorched Earth Guy. Um, there's no sort of trust for him. And he goes to, eventually, goes to the Dragon Keeper room, gets past the Dragon Keeper, and goes into the room. And he sees a pool and some railings but no dragon and the old guy is like saying what did you say what did you say and he's like i didn't say anything i was completely silent um and he's like why did you do this why would you even go in this room where i told you to avoid and he said well if the dragon wasn't real then maybe what you said about my parents wasn't real then he is asked how he wants to punish the guy that hurt him and he decides to take the same punishment so he's a little bit, you know, a little bit forgiven for being from someone else. There's a nice Karate Kid joke. Um, things like that set it apart from Iron Fist again, show it's like a very a very modern thing. Um, they're kind of jokey with each other. And things are going all right again for Owen in the uh, Flaming Fist things, training again. People aren't being horrible to him. They actually invite him to a, base, a basketball game. You get three or four pages of basketball. And then all of a sudden, um, an arrow targets him and his uh, rival stops it and says it's a scorched earth, uh, scorched earth clan attack. It's a big attack. Comes over in this scorched earth clan, come over in this big red and gold blimp. And starts shooting at them all. And there's this really long fight. And it's gorgeous. I mean, like, if you've never seen Matt Samney's um, art and um, Chris Samney's art with Matt Wilson's colouring, it's sumptuous, is all I can say. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely what makes the, co the, the comic. The panelling is dynamic and interesting. And this fight literally goes on for pages and pages. And I think we all know where this is going. Uh, there's a lot of fire. Uh, and eventually... Uh, so Chen Zui is apparently the head of the Scorched Earth clan. He's coming out. And he eventually goes after the old guy. And that leads Owen to fire up his fists. So he doesn't. It's not Iron Fist. He creates fire. 
um, after calling the Master Shore a coward for not coming out of his statue, um, he learns to do the fireball out of his hands himself. And when when uh, when the old guy, uh, who's apparently Waylon, Waylon, yeah Waylon, is attacked, the fireball comes. He sends it after the bad guy, and oh, we presume bad guy. There could be some twists and turns here. I don't know. This is like the start of a book. Uh, and burns him, and then the Scorched Clan people run away, and Owen's left with this kind of burning hand, and some of his shirt has come off, we should probably mention, and they're all super proud of him. Everyone seems fine. They're all happy um, that he's done what he's done. There's a bit of devastation at the temple, as you might imagine, and then you see a butterfly and a searingly blue sky, and we switch to 15 years later, and a very, very suburban setup. Guy uh, ready at the grill with a little sort of swing set and football in his backyard, bird table. Um, his wife uh, in the kitchen, two kids, and they're setting up for some sort of family barbecue. And she goes, Have you gone to check the grill? He goes to check it, uses his thumb to set it alight. And you can see a martial artist in a tree watching him. Turns it off, goes inside, and that's the end of the prelude. So, pretty good. Um, I mean, I really, I did not want to like it. But I, it's it's fun and it's nice. And I, I do really recommend it. Um, I think, especially as we don't have an Iron Fist series right now. This is a really good way of um, getting your martial arts kicks in comics, in a comic that's coming out monthly at the moment. So then we, uh, the, then we get to the free comic book day one, which is the, let's say, the, the, the issue zero. I think it's actually marked issue one, so I think next month, this week, is issue two. So if you can pick it up, you probably want to. It'll probably be in the first trade as well. And we see here he also has a dog. So he has two children. I think they're Haley and Dougie. Uh, and his wife, I'm not sure if he names her, but we'll see. Um, dog's called Peanut Butter, which is adorable. And they're setting up for this family barbecue and they've forgotten hot dog buns. So Owen and his daughter um, race to the store to uh, go get the hot, hot dog buns. She really wants to race him. And we see that he kind of cheats and goes up in the trees and he gets there before her. And she's like, someday you're going to have to show me why. Um, and so he meets his rival in the supermarket, all in a suit, looking very American. They've all got hair now. Very, very nice, slick back. Uh, typical Chris Samney hair, if you've seen any of his art, especially on um, things like Cap and Superman. Um, so his name's Ma, Ma Guang. I'm really sorry about my pronunciation. I feel awful. Um, who references what happened to Ling Zan. Um, and saying that they couldn't, they would have done, he would have done anything to prevent it. You can't blame me. So something's happened and Owen's clearly left them and they're a bit, and he's a bit annoyed. Um, but he hides it from his daughter who is off talking to her boyfriend or boy. It's not determined if she's a boyfriend, but she jokes about it being her boyfriend. Then they get home and we switch to family barbecue. We meet his adopted parents. We see it. We find out his wife's, um, a a, police, a policeman, we find out that Owen sells old furniture, 
He has, um, it's all very nicely told, but in this small issue, I can tell you all these things about their family. So he sells all furniture with another guy, but he's better at it. She has a male partner cop who's teaching her daughter how to hide, um, hide a murder for some reason. Um, the, oh, I'm not going to say ninja guy. The martial artist guy in the tree is still watching them. Um, uh, oh, sorry, Ma Guang also says, um, come meet me at the sports field at midnight, because it's always at midnight, and I'll explain more. And um, they go to bed, and he realises it's 10 to midnight, goes off to the sports field to meet his ex-rival, and um, who says, you need to come back. Owen's no, the old guy's gone, Wei Lun, what do you mean, gone? He left, Just he abandoned us just like you did, so we've got a bit of a... A Danny thing there. Um, and then finally says he didn't kill Ling Zan Owen. Like whoever it is. Because Owen says, is he still there? And it's something about Chu Feng. I don't remember who that is. So, um, so and uh, Mark Wang says, most people think that, that Owen killed Ling Zan. And he's, they start a bit of a fight. And he goes, well, I don't think it. Um, you see Owen can still do the flame ball. And he's like, but her body was burnt, which is why they think. Uh, and Owen says, I know, you'd never hurt her, blah, blah, blah. They have a big hug. It's very sweet. Um, and he says, go. And Mark Gwang's final comment is, um, you can't hide forever. If I can find you, who else can? And then we see Owen go back to say, checking on his kids, um, going to bed with his wife. And the martial artist ninja guy is on the ceiling of his bedroom and you see a slight awareness of it. And that's it. And that there we're ready for... Oh, and actually, in the back of the zero issue, or the one issue, there is a proper little summary of what happened in the prelude, so you don't really need it. So, yeah, and then the issues that were supposed to be coming out in May and June are now coming out in August and September. So, I'm sorry we kind of sped through that. It's very hard to make podcasts longer when you're on your own. So I hope you appreciate that this is just a short one. We were going to do something about Iron Fist and Games, um, a friend of mine. But unfortunately, they were ill. So um, that's still a topic that we're thinking of covering. And I know uh, Connor's keen. So if you have any thoughts about Iron Fist and Games and which games you'd like us to cover, let us know. Um, if you've read Firepower and want to give your thoughts on it, please give feedback. Um, I promise you the next issue, the next episode will have not just me. And, um, I hope you all can even really well and, uh, speak soon. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. Iron Fist and all other characters in these comics are properties of Marvel and Disney. Any musical images we use belong to their respective copyright holders. We do this for fun, so please don't sue us. You can contact us at sonsofthedragonpodcast at gmail.com. Just send us mail, comments, thoughts, anything you want, really. It doesn't even have to be related to Iron Fist. If you don't want it read on the air, though, make sure you mention that. You can also find us on Facebook, the Immortal Iron Fist Podcast, Sons of the Dragon. Our Twitter, at Iron Fist Podcast. Our SoundCloud, soundcloud.com forward slash Sons of the Dragon. Uh, hyphens where the spaces are. Our YouTube, Connor Carl. Just search Iron Fist Podcast and you'll find us real quick. We are also on iTunes. 
If you find us there, give us a review and rate us. If it's less than five stars, please say why so we can improve the show. And we're on Podcast Garden in the literature section, and last but not least, head over to our WordPress, Sons of the Dragon, the Immortal Artist Podcast.wordpress.com. That's where I put all the show notes. I'd like to thank Thomas Tissot for composing the Iron Fist theme song we use at the start of our Iron Fist episodes on the podcast. I'd also like to thank Peter John Sikorsky for composing the Power Man and Iron Fist theme we use at the start of our Power Man and Iron Fist episodes. And finally, thanks to you guys for listening. 